Welcome back, everybody. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. We have a special guest, y'all. Yes, we do. (laughs) Welcome to the building. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Leah, Dana, Whitney. Yes. Uh, This is where we get very intimate. We talk about the unspoken things that people think about. We get the real. Yes. The grit, the dirt. Right. (laughs) Yep. Get the juice. Yes. (laughs) We got a lot of juice this morning from Whitney. Yeah, yeah. It's probably left out. It's been entertaining this morning. Hey, man. It was entertaining. So um, let's just go around the room and introduce ourselves really quick one more time. Just one more a little time. Bit about, go ahead, Whitney. Yeah. I don't have off. a little spiel like Leah does. Girl, you got to think of something. I just look every episode. You have an opportunity to practice. That's like, right. Like this is it. Ready? Nobody's judging. Introduction. You. One, two, three. My name's Whitney. And yes. I'm a makeup artist for the Boudoir Studio. Uh, hey, hi guys. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Leah at the boards, it gets crazy, just so you know. This is already fun, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce myself. My name is Danny Keith, father, filmmaker, creator, owner of Danny Keith Film. And uh, I don't like to put myself in a box because I'm a lot more. Mm. But oh, you're you. on this podcast, on Podcast Shouty, you heard? Podcast Shouty. Welcome to the building. <laughs> we need to record that so you <laughs> can play it back. That, that was a good one. It, it, it is recording. I'll use it forever. I appreciate the plug. Ow. <laughs> and then we got a special guest as well. Yes. But go ahead before we introduce our guest because we're going to go ahead and t- I want to dive into his story. Yeah. I think it's an yeah. awesome excited. story. Super um, excited. And then we're going to tie in our theme today as well with it because I think they go hand in hand. Yeah, yes. absolutely. All right. Introduce yourself, our My main name host. Is Leah with Between the Sheets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is episode two. You got the title right. Good what? job, girl. I'm proud of we you. I'm calling you I'm out. Proud of you all the time. Sassy. Like, Dana is sassy. You could have just guys. not said anything, and I would have looked really good. <laughs> Between the Sheets with Leah. Get it, girl. And I am a photographer. I am a CEO. I am a mother, a wife. Amen. I am a action taker. Yes, how, how many more you want Say me to throw again. out there? Yeah, yeah, action so. taking money, man. Manifesting queen. Go ahead. We need the whole thing. I love it. And then we have our special guest with No Shine Project. Is that right? Yep, No Shine Project. All right, give us the introduction. Yeah, so my name is Joey, um, owner and creator of No Shine Project. Uh, I'm a husband, father, um, good friend, all that stuff too. Amen. Um, Yes. The No Shine Project was created um, a while back, but we'll get into that uh, right now though. Yeah. It's. have that have some photography experience too mm-hmm. um, nice, nice. That, uh, collab 1519 um we also do different kinds 1519 of t- on the gram yeah mm-hmm. also do that as well so that's a little part-time gig too so mm-hmm. yeah that's me nice. super dope super yeah. dope nice. see whitney there's a lot more than just a title right, <laughs> right. so yeah. now let's yeah. reintroduce so what else that. no yeah, I don't know. so much more. See, look, I'm not just putting Lee on the spot. We're this going is my both entry. ways. That's that's what it is. That's, just just that's a smile. Lamp, just totally. a smile. It's good. It's good. All right, Lee. What we got today? What is our topic? Well, we're we're staying with the main theme of our talk uh, of our topic, which has been mindsets and mm. faith and power thoughts. And so yep. last week we talked a little bit about faith. What faith is? It's you know, it's belief. It's a thought in things. Uh, it doesn't have to be that complicated. You know, when people think of the word faith, it really does not have to be that complicated. It's something that you believe within and that you execute with action. Mm -hmm. So um, what I want to do and and what I really want to kind of dive into these next couple of weeks are different mindsets that can either benefit us, you know, and be edifying or that can break us down. And if we dive into the ones that are breaking us down, how do we then um, 
fix that mindset? How yeah. do we then change that paradigm or, or whatever was instilled in you, generational curses? Mm. You know, right. there's, there's a lot of different things that we're going to dive into. And so today, after hearing, um, so background, uh, I saw Joey's uh, Instagram. I don't know. I mean, it just, it popped up. Yeah. And I liked his photography first yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and foremost. The photographer, I was like, oh, those are nice pictures. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so I just kind of checked him out. And I was like, oh, okay, he does, he's a personal trainer. And everybody knows I have to like get my butt kicked. I have to have somebody tell me what to do. Of course. <laughs> um, I just don't have the motivation to do it by myself. So I checked him out and then happened to be that he was right here in the heart of Fountain, Colorado, right actually right. near my old house. And so I hit him up and was like, hey, you know, I'd like to come and check this out and went and loved it. He was Super professional, very organized, very different from my prior trainer. No, oh, no. no shade, no shade. <laughs> we <laughs> got the juice. We got the different. juice real early. Never gonna listen Uh-oh. to Uh oh. Um, don't go to him. He just had a plan, and I, he was very structured. <laughs> we be cutting up on this podcast. Gosh, it's so good. Uh, and um, so I went, and we we just started talking, and I found out a little bit about his story, which just intrigued me. People's stories intrigue me all the time. So um, I loved what he had to say and kind of how he built his business. And I was like, yeah. oh gosh, this is, you know, I got to bring him on. So yeah. Yeah. Sure. So tell us, tell us about your beginnings. Cause I, I think you have a very interesting beginning as of when Before you started. No shine. Before No Shine. Yeah. 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 So I uh, started kind of back through my childhood real quick. So yep. I was born in Denver. Um, pretty much me and my sister grew up mostly always together. Uh, my mom yep. and my dad both both lived lived. Uh, you can no, pull it back if you want. Okay, both lived um, separate, so we kind of grew up, you know, dad side, mom side, sort of thing. And uh, there's one point in my life where you had to like choose. He was like, mm. "You want to go to your dad's mm. side? You want to go to That's your, so to hard. your?" That's so horrible. It was tough, you know. And, and there at one point, I really remember because the families were so so bitter towards each other. So mm. it was really hard um, as a young kid, you know, being nine years old of you know, I want mommy, you know. Where's dad? And, and so it was really hard for me to understand what was going on. And same thing for my sister. It was hard for her to really decide. So like, two of you, brother, yep, sister? Two of us. Mm -hmm. uh, she's older. Um, you know, and it was hard for us to really decide. And so, like, at one point, you know, we really separated. And I chose my mom's side. You know, she chose, I felt like it was more my, my dad's side. Yeah. Mm. And that was, like, the split of us. And uh, at the time, uh, my sister was my rock. You know, like, she... I was scared. It was my sister, you know, like listen to boys to men in, in the, in our rooms, close the door, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, listen to all, all the good music. And that was like our escape. And so once that was gone, I felt like I was in the open at a young age, you know, kind of like left to, what are you going to do? You know, where are you going to go? Yeah. I really fend for myself. Exactly. And, um, going through school, I struggled, couldn't really read until like the eighth grade. So Everything was always a struggle, math, everything. And so I had to really work hard, you know, get extra tutoring. Uh, I had to, like, structure myself uh, mm -hmm. because nobody else was doing it. Right. I'd go home and it would be, you know, empty house, empty fridge. Mm -hmm. Latchkey kid. Um, mm -mm -mm. Yeah, just I everything. I can relate to that. Yep. Everything was just very, uh, I guess you'd say, like, empty. Like, when every time I'd go into, like, wow. my house, you know, at a young age, it'd be like, 
what am I, what are we going to eat today? You know, right. thankful for uh, tortillas, uh, cinnamon, sugar, and Hello. Uh, butter, you know, like cheese those sandwiches. Up. Yep. So, you know, lived off those, I felt like for a majority of my life, but. And was your mom working? Yeah. My mom uh, was a server pretty much just growing up, always served at uh, restaurants, um, you know, she worked nights. And so I was, again, didn't see her at the same time. My dad's uh, a t-shirt uh, screener. Uh, so he's printed shirts out and uh, that's kind of what I knew known he did and I didn't really know anything else until later in life you know he's also uh alcohol was a you know problem for him and Mm so kind of like him being very absent in my life uh in and out of prison you know years and years of that it was just sort of like who do I look up to where do I look to and so I think at a young age I always looked up to myself of like what I'm going to do to get out of it what am I what am I going to do to push forward Mm. i try not to go to other people because i had no trust in other people so Mm. if i felt like that is crazy that you say that you didn't have any trust in people is that is is that mainly because of the situation because they put you in the situation where these people that you were supposed to be trusting were yeah i think i think it was like part of that so it's like if i can't trust my parents and i can't trust uh the people that are around us like immediate family then who who do i trust you know like And if my family wasn't going to be the ones to hold my hand and and guide me, then I couldn't look at another family member and be like, are you the one, you know, Mm -hmm. because it was hard for me to look at them in their life and see like, you know, I can't follow you. You're 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 just at the same level as as everybody else, Mm -hmm. you know, and dealing with your own stuff. You don't have time for me. So um, it was at one point, though, where basically my dad had taken me and my sister to California. Um, Supposedly my mom had no idea. Um, mm. and so we're in California now living in Anaheim. Do you two, remember what, how old you were? I was about nine years old at that mm. time. Um, so separated us. I'm with my sister though. So I'm safe. Right. And so, um, about two years later though, my mom came out there, grabbed us, brought us back to Colorado and kind of, I was back into like, I think like the fourth grade, fifth grade at that time. And I was struggling hard. I was getting, uh, you're constantly being ripped from yeah, security. Just, Once you find your fi- your yeah, footing, they n- constantly keep taking you from right. it. <laughs> and, that, and I think That's at crazy. this time, like going in, you know, I was at like the sixth elementary school, seventh elementary oh school. Gosh. So uh, the friends that I had were not really there. You know, there was nobody there. Um, so when we come back to Colorado, that's where I was really struggling. I was like getting uh, almost suspended from schools. I was really sh- just struggling. And so... My mom and my grandma decided to put me into our charter school, which was like a life-changing experience for me mm-hmm. because it's structured different. You are uniform, so it doesn't matter what kind of shoes you have. doesn't matter what yeah. kind of uh, T-shirt you have on. And so that, for, for me, was like the structure was what I was looking for. And Damn. so the charter school, as soon as I got in there, I was still calling you know teachers' names. I was yeah. definitely still yeah. throwing kids around. I was definitely full of anger at like 10 years old, but the way they disciplined me was way different than anybody's ever disciplined me. They weren't like, you know, smack me, go to your room. There was like, look, these are the actions you're taking. Is this what you want Mm -hmm. uh, in your life? And at that time, Mm, there, there, there are consequences consequences, for your decisions and showing you the power in those decisions that you're making. That's powerful. Exactly. And so, you know, at that age, um, I was really starting to take a turn for the better. I wanted to learn how to read. I wanted to be good at math. You know, I wanted to, understand science and I really wanted to understand like different languages and so at that time you know I was looking at like 10 Mm -hmm. 11 years old and um the only person that would you know is going to kind of keep pushing me was me and so I was like Mm -hmm. I need to learn how to read I need to read x amount of books I needed to learn how to spell I needed to like take it to the basics and 
Is that not crazy? What a big thing for you to have to take on at that age to decide to come to that decision. Like, oh, I need to be there for me. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I had enough of crying. I I remember like this legit crying into, you know, crying in my bed night after night because I would fail everything. I would fail test after test, exams, everything. I was just failing. Like, and I would, I remember like legit crying and like my mom kind of being like, it's okay. Don't cry. Don't get so frustrated. But uh, by nature, I'm just a very competitive uh, person, and so like if I'm not, you're getting chills. I know he's getting chills as he's talking. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't talked crazy. about this stuff in years, so it's like yeah. let this out. Might as well let it out. Let people know who I am, where mm-hmm. I come from. Yeah. Um, but like these things I haven't talked about, you know, uh, being in my room, being frustrated is at one point though. It's like I'm gonna lock the door, close the door. I'm gonna teach myself how to do this. I'm gonna teach myself how mm-hmm. to learn. I'm going to teach myself how to read. I'm going to college. Like, I'm, I'm going to college. I don't know how, but I'm going. And that's kind of, like, in my head. I'm graduating high school because nobody has my family for years. Wow. I think, you know, it was 70, 80s when some, someone graduated high school. So it was, like, kind of me coming wow. in. You know, my sister did it, and so I was determined. I was like, I'm going to be old, different. How much older is your sister? She's about uh, four years, five yes. years. Yeah. Um, so it was, like, a real struggle, you know, but, like, being in that, in that time – um, it was just me putting my head down and being trying to become somebody. Yeah. So kind of like uh, fast forward a little bit. That's kind of like the childhood. You know, don't want to get too deep into like everything. Cause but like, it gives yeah, us. Just in, gives, a, in a nutshell, no. that's my childhood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But it well, gives us perspective. And I'm like that, you know, just some of the stuff. There is, there is something of. that I thought was really, really interesting. And, and this might be like something that Leah could jump in on. But you said that you were trying to be like, the person you could be right it's like that that ideal right you know what i mean mm-hmm. yep. and i think that that's 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 something what jesus is to to us you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah, yeah and like and it's to us for it's us for us you know it's it's only it's only you or the potential you that you can compare right. yourself to mm-hmm. you know? exactly yeah, so i think of, that yeah. that's super yeah. crazy that that's what drove you and what catapulted you to then look in the mirror and say, Hey, I can do this and I'm going to do this. No, that's exactly, that's exactly right. You know, and, um, being able to really kind of at that age, look at, uh, other people around you and what they're doing. And I was one of those things where I'm young. I wasn't really comparing myself, but I was like, I want, I want that. I want to do that. Mm. I want to do that. I want to try that. And so that's sort of like at a young age led me to being like, how do you get there? How do you do those things? Like, I don't understand like how these people, push themselves so far and, and get there. Like, that doesn't make sense to me at that age, but they were there. So I had inspiration from all over, whether it was like athletes, mm. whether it was actors, whether it was uh, musicians, it's an art. Everybody has an art and uh, I'm a very creative minded person. So if you have a profession that's creative and it's artistic, uh, I'm drawn to it. So it's like, I don't care what it is. If it's music, if it's something I don't even know how to do, I, I would like appreciate it. And I, I like really like to, know how people work because I like to pull stuff from other people and make it my own so that I can be more creative than others Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Absolutely. You know what I think is powerful in that as well is that, um, and, and I always, am going to take it back to this, but the fact that 
you were able to see all the gems around you, that you were able mm-hmm. to see all the people and the things and the opportunities. To be aware of the blessings. To be aware yeah. of your blessings right. at such an early age and to... And more, but also, more but also, also at an early age, but with so much adversity. Yeah. Yes. Like through so much adversity, through the damn storm, mm-hmm. you still could even... You couldn't even see the light, but you could imagine it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you even, still had faith that there was something else. Well, yeah, and, yeah. and even without faith. Right. That God was placing things and opportunities yeah. within your well, pathway. And that's the thing that I was going to say is even those moments where you said specifically that you felt like you were coming home and you felt alone and you were coming to this empty space. You right. were never alone. Yeah, he was, was with you 24-7. He was grooming day. you mm-hmm. for what you were getting ready yeah, to walk definitely. into. No, that's exactly right. And, and that's being that amazing. And, and, and kind of like, kind of like uh, to feed on that. It's like um, I remember being in this class, and it was called uh, morphographic spelling. And um, I don't. I remember at the time I couldn't even say it. I was like, mo- 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 right. You know, and it was like a real struggle. But basically, what it is is you break words up. You know, break their words up, and basically you sound it out, and then you have your word. And to me. That was a process. So one of the words, and this is crazy, was perspective. And I remember looking at the word perspective and then not knowing what that meant. And I was like, damn, what is that? Like, what is right. perspective? And yeah. so um, I remember uh, having a thesaurus or something like a dictionary. And I remember looking it up and I couldn't barely read what it was said. But I basically was like saying, looking at something different. Yeah. Basically, that's what photography is to me. It's like yeah. taking a picture or an image or a vision and basically saying, I can look at that different than the other yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how your life should be. You can look at life completely different yes. than other people, mm-hmm. no matter what you go through. So like photography <laughs> at a young, young age, there's such a gem yeah, in that one. Yeah. Really, yeah. Really ta- yeah and that this taught me to have, find those gems in those perspectives. Mm-hmm. I can look left and I can look right. They're two different perspectives. Yep. I can look straight forward. That, that perspective is completely different than two on my side. So it's like, that's always stuck with me. If I'm going through struggles, you know, if I'm struggling mentally, just where I'm at, I try to look a different way because there's going to be a different perspective. I love that. That's so powerful because it's exactly right. We have so many opportunities in our life where we're looking left or where we're looking right. We have a choice, right? Right. But the choices don't necessarily have to be bad. Right. They're just different. Right. And and then that comes into that right or wrong. You know, it's like, you can do the right things by looking a different way and you look, you know, the other way and say, you know, this is can be the correct way I'm going. And, and that's kind of what, you know, when you get to know shine, what it represents, it's always black and white, right or wrong. Where, what are we doing? You know, it would, are we doing the right things? Are we doing the right, th- uh, wrong things? Where are we pushing ourselves into our perspective? So catch us up then. So, so now you, so you've determined at what point in your life that you love working out. Um, this, this probably was through going through high school. Um, at high school, I was a, a little kid. You know, I showed up, you know, five, eight, five, seven. I think I weighed myself when I got into high school because there was a scale. And it was like... <laughs> he was aware. Yeah. He was aware. It, it was like 119 pounds walking into high school. And I was like, okay. And was, was high school eighth grade, ninth grade, ninth grade? grade? Ninth okay. grade. So walking into high school, I was uh, about 119 pounds. Um, and... Uh, somebody actually told me this. They were like, "Man, you you're skinny. You look you look kind of sick." <laughs> Who told you that? Yeah. And, and at this time, you know, it was like this thing where um, so you I, was big as hell compared to me. 
Well, I lost a bunch of weight before I got to high school. I was 95 school. pounds when I graduated high school. I was skinny. I had teachers pull me aside and be like, is everything yeah, going all right you, at are home? Are you okay? Are they feeding you at home? I'm like, yeah. What oh, you mean? Goodness. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things, too. Or like in high school, it's uh, every, you know, just trying to find your place. And so being small to me at that time, it was, and these guys are big in high school now. I'm coming from this little charter school going to high school. And I was like, it was somebody so big. Like, right. you know I mean, um, and so uh, it was one person basically saying like, man, you're small. Like you're, you're like, a small go ahead and call his name out. I bet you he's kid. small now. Yeah. Right. Or he's uh, really overweight. Um, Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Petty. I love it. He's track. Oh, yeah. He's track. He said he's track. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> it's the people that just, you know, like they try yeah. to come after you and, yeah. uh, and they push the bullies, you to be, yeah, yeah better. Be great. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that was like a turning point for me. So that was a real turning point of like, how do I get bigger? I'd obviously don't like to eat a lot. So it was just like, I can't go and stuff my face because I'm so small anyways. It's not going to really work out. So, um, it just kind of came with, uh, working out, you know, once I start working out and start to feel a difference and muscle come into my body, I was like, man, this is crazy. Like you go on weights and you just lift them. And then next thing you know, you get muscle. Yeah. Is that how it works? You know, I was like, <laughs> I was kind of really confused at that age. Uh, again, nobody was guiding me. You know, yeah. nobody was telling me like, this is how you do it. I was just like trial and error. I'm going to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, I'm going to figure mm -hmm. it out. Trial mm -hmm. and error. I'm going to get up in the morning. And my mom reminds me waking up at 6 a.m., going to high school, doing sprints, hills. And she's like, why are you doing this? And I was like, because I want to. You like, fell in I, love with it. Yeah, I want to I be out here. I don't want to be anywhere else. I want to be doing this. Mm -hmm. I want to be fast. I want to be strong. And I got to put in the work. That's and so, just crazy that you found that amount of discipline at such a young age. Yeah, I think. Um, There's those circumstances that yeah, shape you in yes. all areas of your life. And fortunately, he found it early yeah. and was able to shape him and move right. him. And right. some for right. so many, yeah. right. it shapes them in an opposite direction. Yes. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? So yeah, and that's, that's powerful. That's like what I always like keep seeing this uh, saying, like iron sharpens iron. And, mm. and it's like one of those that's things. That's proverb, just so you know. Yeah, that's. <laughs> You know, it's, it's, I keep seeing it though. And when I think about when I was younger, you know, that's really what shaped me though, was going into gyms and, and being able to put headphones in or not, and just be able to sit there and understand how the stuff works. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're manipulating your body to go different ways. And I started getting bigger and bigger and better at sports faster. And so I was like, this is cool. Like you can push yourself so far and you, you can actually physically change yourself mm. with an object. And to me, that was like insane, like connection, you know, like once I touched those weights, it was like, oh, it was love, you know, it was like, I mean, yeah. I was an escape. I can leave all everything behind me and I can just I be, be me. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's where like the fitness really started was in high school, being able to just change myself physically. Uh, I felt like I was more prepared for anybody that was basically telling me I'm small again. You know, it's right. like, well, this thing is like, say it again, you know, I'm gonna put you in a chokehold. <laughs> uh, say it again, yeah, say it again. Yeah. Come so, at me, bro. Yeah. Move faster. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm fast and strong, you know, and that's how I felt though, you yeah. know. Um, I was still this very insecure, shy um, kid, but I had this image now that I was strong and fast. Mm. You had confidence. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. built confidence. Yeah. Right. But did you hear what he said? Yeah. I was still this like small kid, but he saw himself as something else. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that, that, that was important though. Oh, that's so important. That was like my shield. And no one's gonna get past yeah. the shield to get into what's in here because in here it hurts. Mm. And so Damn. for me, I was like, <laughs> try to come at me. You gotta get through the yeah. wall first to get to the feelings. And wow. so 
at that age, high school, I was still struggling um, as a young teenager of who I am. And that was just one of those things where it was like, you know, this is, I'm building like armor and I'm mm -hmm. building armor and I'm fast. If anybody tries to come get me, I'm gone. You know, that's how I always felt. It was like, felt like I was a gazelle with armor. <laughs> you protected yourself. Yeah. You uh, did what and you that's the only way do. I could, because again, nobody's going to do it for me. So Hello. I had to put on the armor and I was just going summer after summer, lifting weights yeah. Um, not, you know, just really just doing it almost like quietly though. Like I never really mm. told people why you I was doing advertising like your it. gym right. use, yeah. <laughs> That's which good. a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah exactly. they say you gotta, you gotta keep those things quiet sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes you want to celebrate and you want to put stuff out there, but sometimes you need to keep stuff quiet because yes. you could put it out there and there people are. You know, they're speaking negative and things. People's yeah. reactions and when you do come out, because I went through that little phase mm -hmm. when I was starting to work out right after the divorce and I dropped almost 150 pounds wow. and Damn. I was coming out and everybody was like, oh, you look really healthy. I was like, was I a mess <laughs> before? Yeah, yeah. Let me know. Get the hell out of my face. Yeah. Tell me. Right. Yeah. What'd you say about Leave me? Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> say it again. Yeah, say it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> but it is. Yeah, they come to you and they're like, yeah, I, I got a question no. now. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I, might, I might be too, my, my question might be too serious uh -oh, for the joke. Ahead. All right. No, no, no. So you said that um, you, you put the shield up and you still had the little boy inside. Oh, yeah. And that the shield is, is, is for the environment. It's to protect you. Right. And, you know, your environment dictates that. But as you get older, you know, your environment changes and, yep. and you can kind of control some of those variables. Yep. Speak about how you are you know, addressing that, that boy, yeah. addressing that kid. So inside. I yeah, yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's a great question. It's a really so good like, question. Um, yeah. Because we still have it like, yeah. at yeah. points in our lives when I don't care what you say, I'm the very first one to admit it, that there's a little girl that lives inside of me. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes she cuts up and has a good time and sometimes she's mean and ruthless <laughs> yes. and she's like this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We all have, we all have that fight inside of us and how we control it. it's important because as we get older, we're faced with more than, I ever was in high school. And so as I go to get older, that armor started getting really beat. You know, it was mm. like there's holes everywhere. So if you think of it that way, now I'm getting right? more into my feelings. I'm not seeing my parents but eye to eye. To. I'm not seeing like everybody in my life come together and basically like want to celebrate life with me. It was one of those things where mm. it, it was there, but it didn't feel like genuinely there. Ooh. It was like, it was like a point where I was like, watch me, watch me, please watch me. And I couldn't get that from anybody. I was like, Damn. I was a gr amazing baseball player, an awesome soccer player. And I was like, somebody, I want to look at the stands. Nobody's going to celebrate right. me in this hard work. Yeah. yeah. So as I got older, I know that armor started getting pretty beat up. It's kind of like lost, uh, really just like my touch into who I was of like where I wanted to go. That little boy of like, I'm going to be something. I'm going to do it. You know, I got real lost. You know, went through college, um, struggled pretty like hard coming out of college moved around a lot, had every job in the world. You know, I was on Indeed, Craigslist, <laughs> typing up, like, oh, who would I want to be? I'm a construction worker. I'm, I'm all this stuff. And I was just so lost at this point. But as a kid, I was so sure of what I would want to do. I was going to be a firefighter, went through a fire academy, did all that. But still, that wasn't it. It was like, you just went through. Was it feeding you? Yeah, went through school, did all this stuff, and that's not it. And the firefighting thing was there, helping people running into the the trouble like i can do this i'm meant for this just wasn't there though that was it wasn't enough it wasn't like it was somebody else's thing that they're creating taking people and putting into it and then they're feeding the people out 
caregiver work and I wanted my own thing. I was like, I want something that's created by me because I'm a creative mind. And so as I get older, I'm still, you know, getting beat up, beat up, but I'm going through all these jobs and going through all these phases. I'm just learning of what I don't want to do and what I don't want to be. <laughs> my mom and my, what you don't want to yeah, do. That's yeah. So good. And, and my, key. my mom, yeah. my grandma would be like, pick something. You're 22. You're 25. Pick something, do something. And I haven't found it yet. Right. And yeah. they're always like, you, you know, age, you're getting older. You got to find something. I was like, but I, I haven't found it. Like I've done all these things, got all these certifications, just couldn't find what right. that was. And so, um, basically went back to where, I sharpened myself. You can say like, I went back to the weights and I was like, you know what, this is, uh, this is natural. Mm. This is what I, this is where I, you know, invested all my time as a kid. This is where I got comfortable with myself. Familiarity. I touched those weights again and and started focus on, on the changes and building the armor back up. And I was like, I'm gonna teach people how to do this. I'm gonna show, Mm. I'm gonna show people how to create it. So to me, um, that was just like me, like if I can do it and I was that little kid scared, ripped apart in pieces anybody could do oh it oh my god like, you know, that's so, your why i yeah, love yeah. it such a powerful why yeah. uh, so yeah. that's where fitness really sort of like <clears throat> came back into my life and at the time you know um with just having knowledge of what to do i just began began to really learn more um you know i remember like going to barnes and noble with my wife and my kids and open up body bodybuilding books and being like, I just want to know how you do more. I want to know how you do it more faster, quicker, stronger, the correct way. So, um, getting those books, buying those books I still have today. It's like, that's where it started though, is like knowledge, mm-hmm. um, self, self examinate of like who you want to be, who you want to, um, kind of approach. And that t- to me was like in itself terrifying. Cause I got to like approach mm-hmm. somebody now and be like, Hey, um, Work out, you know. Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> uh, you know I'm not saying you're overweight or saying you, know, you, you need to. Right. Yeah, I'm not saying you need to, but uh, you know, I can help you. You know, it was like one of those things where it was terrible. Like, what am I doing now? Like, okay, I got the knowledge where I want to go now. Okay. And I want to just, I just want to just yeah. say this here because you know, knowledge and, and I, I talked about this in the speech is knowledge is one thing that is the information yeah. and you had it, but then you had to apply <clears> it, right. which is wisdom. And that is a lot of times terrifying parts, but right. the word says that faith without action is dead. Yeah. So if you don't take action based off the thoughts that you're having, based off of the things that you're thinking or the belief that you have, it's dead. Right. Absolutely. And those things that you were doing were bringing you, you were automatically in action. Yeah. Like you were already doing the things that's, that's powerful. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was one of those things where, again, I was looking at the different perspectives in life and how other people were doing, doing it, personal training, fitness. And it was just so the same. It was like, man, this is so like, everybody's doing it the same thing. Everything's like you walk in and here's your trainer. You know, you want to go to Cabo, let's lose 30 pounds. You want to go on a vacation? But no, it's like, to me, it's like, I, I always tell people I'm preparing you for life. It's mm-hmm. not just a fitness if you come in here, work out, and then go to Cabo. It's like, no, I w- I'm training you for life. And I always joke around mm-hmm. with, like, clients now. I'm like, yeah. They're always like, man, five more reps. I'm training you for life. You get through, <laughs> you get through this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get through this five. Oh. Ima- imagine what else you can get through. What did you set me up for? Yeah. yeah. So oh, it, it's just one of those things, you know. It's I'm like, like, what are we doing today? Yeah. And then I look at the board. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, right. oh. 
Yeah. Training for life. Training yeah. for life. Okay, that yeah. was my new. I'm going there like training shoes. for life. Your shoes are home. <laughs> I told you that. He told me that if I don't show up, he's gonna come knock on my door. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She said, "I ain't telling him where I live." Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna start running. We're gonna get run there, run yeah. back. <laughs> I, I like the idea of like workout instead of workout training. Yeah, yeah. like there's a different yes. mentality right. behind mm-hmm. it. Like it's not just a workout we're training yeah. right. because and you can yeah. train forever. Yeah, and that's the yeah. thing. Anybody can go on Google right now and type out, type in workouts for males, females, whatever it is. You're gonna get it, thousands and thousands of stuff. But you're so different than you, and we're all so different that the training that you need might be completely different than the training mm-hmm. you need. Thank God. And so like that's where like. Yeah, you might want to be getting strong, and I see your post being in the gym. But you know what? You're training for a different purpose than I am. Yeah. And, you know, you're training differently. Training for purpose. Yeah, yes. it's, it's yeah. all different. And so, like, personal training in itself is an amazing thing. But what you apply it to is more important. It's like mm-hmm. how you take a program and you apply it to somebody and say, you know, here's your, here's your blocks. We're going to go block one, block two, block three. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're basically going to accomplish in those blocks. If you get behind in a block, don't worry, we'll get you through it. And so it's like step at st- step by step. That way you can really focus on that ultimate goal. Yeah. But some people just jump into the pro- different programs, start, start again. And that puts us in the cycle of starting, which we do our whole entire life. Yes. So it's like fitness can teach you the structure of life of being like start date. Discipline is everything. And and you needed structure early on in your life. Yep. And I also think it's super interesting. There's some type of correlation between like you needed the way that that um I don't know the charter school or whatever broke down discipline they broke it down right. to you needed specific attention yep. in a certain mm-hmm. way you were a certain type of kid mm-hmm. yep. needed it a certain way and that's the same way you're approaching your business yes. that your clients are yep. a certain person they need a certain regimen exactly. versus yep. like yep. one size fits yeah. all yeah. and that and that's just that's what I noticed right important. away so when I was talking about it at the beginning. Not only did he have structure, he was willing to customize to what I wanted. And I love that these are all things that he needed Mm -hmm. that are super important to his story and his success. And that's what he's giving to someone else. That's where the passion comes in. And that's where the realness comes in. Ooh, that's that's crazy. Yeah, Yeah, and and that's that's exactly it. And like um, tying back into into that, it's like where, you know, it can be anything. Fitness, I always tell people, it's a small portion of your life. It's what you do outside of the gym and what outside of those workouts that's going to, like, sharpen you as well. Because I'm asking you for an hour, cut it down. It's probably 45 minutes of actual work. And so from there, that's 45 minutes of your day that I'm basically saying, like, dedicate this time. The rest of the time that you're out there, you're, you're trying to make everything work, though. You're trying to make the nutrition, the mindset, the getting up early, having a routine, staying on task of what you said you wanted to do because mm-hmm. then when you get into the gym you're you're ready to go you're ready to work out you're ready to leave go take on the rest of the day i'm not asking you to be there two hours i always ask people you know let's just get this workout in 45 minutes you're gone mm-hmm. that way you have the rest of the day to set yourself up you know this is a small portion of everybody's day that i basically attend to them um but it's what you do outside of that it's yeah. it's, it's that's the bigger <clears throat> picture so um that's kind of that where it ties into no shine as well. So, we can but so when you were working at a gym, at what point did you like you got a position in a local gym here yep. in Springs? Yep. So I was working at uh, Vasa Fitness um, and was there for about two years, going into my third year. And at the time, I saw a bright future for myself in this gym uh, because it came so natural. It was like instant uh, connection, uh, basically being able to 
people to trust me, to like me. It was this instant, like, this mm. is my calling. Holy crap. After doing all these jobs, this is what it was. Like, right. I've been in here so many times and I've been in my whole calling the whole time. This is insane. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like there's, there's a nugget yeah. there. Yeah. There's a nugget there. So that wasn't, that wasn't, uh, intense for me. Cause once I started getting in front of people and I started speaking about their goals, their struggles, it was like, are you, are you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm a little emotional. Like, are you okay? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like we're, what's happening, you know? And we would come together through across the table like this, but at the end of the set, at the end of the meeting, uh, we were just connected through what fitness is going to do for us because what fitness has done for me. And so that was where it was really a true, like I'm where I need to be. It's so crazy that what you found in helping others also, like Dana was saying, you were helping yourself. Like, and right. I don't even know if you understand that subconsciously what you were receiving back by giving, yeah. by right. giving. And mm. it was feeding your inner, yeah. like it, it, what you were missing mm. even back yeah. then. It finally hit me at one point. Actually, I didn't realize that until I had back to back people leaving me books. And there mm. was like notes with these books. It was like books of, of love, uh, books of uh, creativity, books of like hardships. And um, I touched them somewhere where it was like, this dude is with me. He's telling me um, it's going to be okay, you know, and they would give me these gifts. And again, as much as I love those, those books and I wanted to read them, I still struggle with reading. I can't sit there and read a book and get anything from it. But I knew the, the thoughts and everything that they were basically presented me mm-hmm. was all of a love and, the intention, behind and it, yeah. intention. And that meant more to me than ever reading that book. Mm. You know, just having that book is a piece of memory where it's like, you know what? I remember you. I remember where your struggles were. And I really hope you push past them because I, I knew, I know you could. And that book is just a piece of sort of like my journey of my stepping stones of I impacted one life there. Let's get some more, you know, let's continue. Yes. And so that, that to me is extremely important. Aren't you excited to work out tomorrow? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. No, I am. I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah. No, Sean, baby. No, Sean. <laughs> yeah. We training for life. Training Remember, for life. training for life. That's right. There do no no shows. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Leah's yeah. not going to let me. Hey. I'll come, I'll come to your house. Shoot. <laughs> she know the address. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Watch out. There's some snakes out there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, hell. That's right. That's right. I don't know about uh, all that. That's scary. I'm cutting now. I'm cutting now. All right, go back to no shine. Go back yeah, to, yeah. The, to the to the so background. So we're, we're what, 2020? Yeah, 2020. Um, but let's just rewind real quick. Uh, no shine actually came in 20, uh, see, 2012. So 2012 was actually the birth, I guess you can say, of no shine. At the time, I was living in my mom's basement uh, in Inglewood, Colorado. I uh, just came back from living in Breckenridge, uh, transitioned into my mom's basement. Um, I remember looking around and it smelled funny. There was stuff everywhere. And I just remember taking a piece of paper out. It was like a ripped piece of paper. And I wrote no shine on this paper. That paper was placed into my wallet, right? And uh, every time I was like feeling rough or just feeling like I was anxiety, depression, whatever it was, I look at that paper and be basically like, okay. It's no shine right now, but it's what I do in that time to shine later. And so no shine is basically it's so dope. yeah. So I looked at my wallet and I remember specifically this one time I opened my wallet and I was at the bar. I was hammered. I was like, I think I was like doing the one of these and they're like, oh snap, I'm about to fall over. And I was about to pay and I remember looking at no shine and I was drinking because I was upset and I was like drinking because I was pissed and I was hammered. And I remember like legit being like, 
like just sitting there like in a bad state of mind and I looked at that paper and I was like man you're really in it right now you're in the you're you're deep in no shine right now Mm -hmm. it's it's here it's it's present and it's overflowing and at that time you know I was really trying to figure out like how do I get out of this um because my dad you know he he loved alcohol and genetics play roles and so it's like well do I am I falling into this sort of thing am I Am I really doing this? And, you know, that, that piece of paper was with me forever until I got really drunk and lost my wallet. That paper was gone. And so, mm-hmm. like, after that, still trying to, like, figure out what's going on, you know, like, still in my no shine. And so, um, no shine kind of went away for a while. It kind of just, like, disappeared out of my life, and I stopped thinking about it. Well, back in 2016, you know, me and my wife were basically just – living in Parker and she came across a t-shirt screening uh, person and she made t-shirts for me that said uh, mm. no shine on them. And I it said, it said be somebody on the back, just like this one. And so it's like, um, you know, she made like uh, four t- almost cried. Yeah. She made four t-shirts for me. And uh, you know, it was one of those things where she handed me those t-shirts and it was like, I know it came from her heart and uh, it was tough. Cause it was like, damn, like I lost what I was trying to do mm-hmm. in this life. And it was like, all right, reset, look at these shirts, put them on. Mm. I wore those shirts so they had holes in the pits. Yes. They ripped apart. I still have them. They're like yeah. hanging by the hangers. They're, They're like, like your armor. Yeah, yeah they, they are. And I, I should have brought one because it's, it's shredded. But you know what? Like that shirt was a turning point and uh, it re- reminded me of what I was doing. Opened your eyes back mm-hmm. up. Exactly. So boom, no shine's like back alive. Shout out I'm, to your wife. What's right? Up? Casey. Casey. Yeah, Casey. Go Casey. Casey. Good for you. She's the best. And she's at work right now in the Air Force. You know, she works really hard. And without her, she's my lifeline. So sweet. But yeah, so no shine was sort of like sparked up again in my in my heart. You know, it was like, all right. Here we go. No Shine was never meant to be a personal training business. It was mm. meant to be an at-risk youth outreach program, um, which then it became that wow. in Colorado Springs. It became an official 5013C uh, nonprofit, um, became a part of Harrison School District, oh. and I was going to be a mentor at Harrison. So it's kind of fast forward. COVID happened. I right? didn't get to hear any yeah, of this yeah. stuff, Joey. So there's, there's more. That's t- crazy. Yeah. That is amazing because so, that school needs Well, it. what's the craziest part is I was working at Toyota when we first moved here. And I took a lady on a test drive. She happened to be the principal of Harrison for like 13 years. <laughs> Look at God just yeah, yeah. dropping them little nuggets yeah. for yep. you. Shout that's that's what he does, right? And what, what do we talk about <laughs> distraction? If you, are distract, if you are distracted, you'll miss it. Yeah. Right. You will miss, miss opportunities. Right. And, and this is crazy because uh, Sherry Martin as you know that was the principal of harrison high school took her on a test drive we kept driving we were like almost to pueblo and we're just talking <laughs> and, 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 and we're like she's I like get out of the car. yeah she's like do, do we i was like do we go back what do we do <laughs> like we're gonna get to new mexico soon like it's crazy but we're, we're, we're like talking and, and she looked at oh me and she goodness. just said you're you need to get into harrison high school you need to be there for those kids mm. and to me that was like let's go what how, how do i do it right. and she's like you yeah. have to get a background Next day, I'm there doing that. Well, then this is kind of where COVID is starting to, like, spark up. And um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to continue that program in there because they weren't letting kids in. Um, but then again, COVID happened. So right. that's where No Shine was still still mm. there. And I kind of looked around, and people were new of No Shine as a nonprofit. But, you know, it was kind of like that weird transition of, like, I want to make this a business because – 
they're still the nonprofit No Shine Foundation is what mm-hmm. it's called. Mm-hmm. Right. And now I'm turning it into the No Shine Project. Right. Because again, the words a project, it's like we're all our own project. Right. And so that was kind of like where it started. And that's kind of like the the rebirth of No Shine as a personal training business. It sounds like to me No Shine is gonna end up being much bigger than just <laughs> personal training. It's gonna be yeah. really shiny. You got <laughs> you have so many branches that you can feed off right. of No Shine and how you can move it's it. It's so around cool seeing it so early here in the background. It's yeah. yeah. That's that's a blessing. That's amazing. Yeah, and it, it's like one of those things where the people that have been a part of it and have come into it have always been for the good. You know, I've had yeah. nothing negative into yeah. it where it's been like how can we you know, collaborate? How can mm-hmm. we come together? Because when you look at the word no shine and say you like walk by, it's like, was that a car wash? Like, what is that? Like, you know, what is that? Like no, <laughs> right. no shine on your fingernails. <laughs> like what, what is this? Right. And so it's, there's just so much like depth though. It's to, so to much it. depth behind it because you see people with shirts and things that are very, and, and I'm not saying that that's not inspirational. Of course it's inspirational, but the meaning behind right. it is, right. is not the prettiness. Right. Mm. It's the stuff that you go through behind the scenes. It's those things that you, when you're experiencing right. no shine in your life, which we all go through. Right. And that's, that's exactly right. Like your no shine and your no shine, your, your no shine might be completely different than yeah. everybody else's, you know, talking about divorces, talking about hardships, talking about what you, how you're feeling during those times. What did you do in that moment to get out of it? Right. That's how you shine again. So it's the no shine is just basically like, let's relate. Let's sort of come together and let's put in the work to get out of that fear, right. get out let's of that. Clean it up. Mm. Yep. Yep. Let's mm-hmm. clean it up. Let's focus <clears throat> in. Fitness is Love sort that. of that passion that I was able to put in place and say like, all right, I've worked at a gym for two years in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, okay. And then COVID that, shut it down. COVID shut it down. Lost my job, basically got furloughed. Um, the manager there at the time was basically like, Hey, you come back into this position and at the time when he called me, I was actually standing in my garage and there was crap everywhere. There was like stuff everywhere. And I was like, um, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm um, good. <laughs> how am I going to say this? Like, uh, thank you so much for the opportunities. Thank you so much for, um, giving me the opportunity to get into that gym and work there. But w- what I was like really seeing while I was on that phone call was a, a place, a square footage, 700, I don't know, square footage 700 feet of square feet of mm-hmm. uh place to put people yeah. and yeah. i was looking at the floor oil stains looking at the walls dirty mm. i was looking at the the shelves on the wall trash it was just like no shine yeah it was there was a no shine and so it was I, I saw a vision though and i was like you know what if i can get one person here i'm gonna have so much self-belief like give Damn, me one that's crazy give me one person <clears throat> and I, I swear i'll, I'll take off because yeah. it was that's all I needed. I need I needed self-belief. I needed somebody to believe in me. I've yep. always have. And so yeah. when someone gave me that basically self-belief and I was like, all right, let's go get more people. Let's change more lives. Let's impact others. I'm going to take 80817. This is my zip code that I live in. And I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, and represent, I wanna, yeah. represent. And I want to impact it. You know, me and my buddy, um, <laughs> me and my buddy EJ at uh, Vasa, we always talked about impacting our zip codes. What can you do for your zip code? Do the work. That's powerful. Make mm-hmm. make change lives. Go to eight hundred nine hundred six. What can we do in eight hundred nine hundred six? Okay, let's see what kind of lives can be changed over there. All right, switch over to the next zip code. That's that perspective I still have. I'm in this perspective. Okay, looks good. Clean it up. Let's go to the next one. All right, to the next one. And so so you're saying you're leaving us? No. <laughs> I mean, impacting more people, Leah. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's I'm so selfish. territorial. Okay, I'm She's coming, so territorial. I'm, I'm coming from lack and scarcity mindset right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? Yeah, you're walking in. distance now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. That yeah, is so crazy. Did you say I was territorial? Yeah. That's what ter- you get. So you won't fall off. She's like, you're in my zip code, actually. <laughs> that's mine. I love leaving. it, though, because you're taking pieces <clears throat> and, and finding that's ways that, to take <clears throat> little pieces right. from each area to clean it up. And you don't realize when you take those little tidbit pieces how much you yep. affect other people and how fast it spreads. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, to me, it's... It, this past year has been insane. Yeah. Mm. Um, being able so to wait, so, so, so let's, let's go back really quick. Wings. So you're in this area in your garage. There's stuff everywhere. Take me back to that moment. And this person called you. They wanted to, you know, offer you an opportunity. And you're like, nah. Yeah. So I was basically. But you can imagine you had the imagination. Yeah. Already. You well, were seeing what you could do. You knew that if you, if I just got one person, but yeah. then tell me the takeoff. Yeah. So. Um, and the even ma- then I'm going to dive into this a little bit deeper because sure. in Va- Vasa, they used to bring people in and it was a little bit different. So in this one, you own the business. You have to go get the client. So mm-hmm. then speak right. about that process yeah. Yeah. in terms of the very beginning. Right. So basically the manager offers me a position, which is, uh, possible the head trainer of Vasa and to me I'm like oh okay let's let's do it I'm excited I'm like what certifications do I need what do I need to do um I kind of like start stepping forward to that direction again walking out of this garage I was like man like this there's something here there's something right here and so for me it was that that call that he made to me and it was just like hey man like you ready to do this and I was like inside of like saying no i'm not ready i'm not ready i'm not ready yo i got just got chills but he had the belief in you that's all that you needed Needed to to even believe in yourself (laughs) about your own vision but keep going he wanted to say that i can be the head head trainer yeah he believed in you to to give you the head trainer and that's what i looked at i was like if he says i can be a head trainer I could be the head trainer of this garage hell and so that's it that's it to me that was like instant connection to basically <clears throat> what what's inside and it was like it, it felt like those sparks hit everything sort of like triggered turned on voltage came in and i was like all right well um give me a day to think about it and i'll call yeah. you back so now i'm like you already knew yeah already but you knew. already knew though yeah, you were just you, yeah like, I, I like knew <laughs> yeah. you still like, gotta play around with them. the idea of it yeah, a little yeah. bit How smooth like, it out yeah, chew on it a little bit talk to the wife yeah. and like hey yes. look, look this is what you got going on you know and that talk happened. Being an adult is not yeah. fun all the time. You got to yeah. talk, talk to, to the wife. Talk yeah. to other people. Talk, right? talk to the wife. <laughs> yeah. And that was like, that was the point though, where, you know, I was like, you know what? Call him back. Basically was like, Hey, this isn't going to happen. Like I, I, I can't do it. I can't go forth uh, offering that position. I can't take it. Um, so we look at the garage, right? I, I clean it up. I painted it, um, painted the floors, did everything that I could to sort of make it presentable. Um, If you guys have not seen on Instagram, I mean, it's super dope. It, 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 it's not Vasa and it's not gold gym and it's not, but it's, but it's no shine baby. Yes. It's like, there's so much depth. Exactly what you said. Even in the gym itself, you get that ambiance as soon as you walk in, like, look, we're not playing Mm. around. Right. Yeah. We're, 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 we're right to, to yeah. Yeah, we're not playing around. This is your warm up. This yeah. is your, this is your prescription for today. Yeah. 
Take it. Let's go. Yeah, talk to him. We, you we scheduled need, that yeah. surgery now. I need yeah. to fill my prescription. Yeah. Well, it's time. It's time. <laughs> so I do. I do want to um, drop a nugget because during my downtime, I I leaned on running, and it yeah. was like that physical challenge that gave me that small accomplishment that I stacked and stacked and stacked. Right. right? <clears throat> and even in your childhood, you found a comfort in that gym. You know what I mean? But there's something attached to whether it's running or working out, whatever it is, to mental health. Speak about that journey and what you find, how working out helps Mm -hmm. mental health and balances all those Mm -hmm. things that you went through in your childhood. Just like all those. I can't even put them into a a, a bucket, but you had all that still (laughs) attached to you. But yet working out brought some type of balance speak about that mental health and working out balance yeah so that's a very important part of the whole process is you have to have the right mindset and your mental health has to be sort of like in in check a little bit because you have to know kind of like where you want to go i'm not saying your mental health has to be on point but it definitely definitely has to be of like i'm gonna wake up i'm gonna put my shoes on i'm gonna put my shirt Mm. on i'm gonna get in the car and i'm gonna drive to get to this place where they're going to put me through physical activity. That's mm-hmm. a very mental thing yeah. to think about. Oh my God. I love um, that. And so basically what I, what I call mental health and what people deal with every day. And it says on the back of the shirt today, it says break free from your mental hostage <laughs> because your mental hostage, if you can imagine and visualize a, a little, you know, guy in your head holding on to bars and mm-hmm. chains around the, the ankles, gremlins. Yeah, yes. the chains around the ankles trying to get out. That's your mental hostage. Mm how are you going to beat that person, you know, down to get those shoes on, to get those pants on, to get to the gym, to not sit in your car longer than five minutes, get out of the car. How are you going to do that? That, That's called me out. Yep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's, that's the thing is like people get to the gym, they sit in the car longer than they sit in the gym. And so it's, it's a mental thing, just like running. You have to push yourself and keep moving and that's just it. If you're going through it mentally, you have to keep moving. I just want to throw in there. And one thing that I don't know if I read it, saw it, I don't remember, but it helped me in my journey when, you know, because I don't like to work out. I don't do it because right. I like it. I really I don't, don't like running. It's not yeah. for everybody. So yeah. you know, there is some people that love working yeah. out and they get their endorphins and whatever, you know, from working out. And that's great. But for me, I don't like working out, but I know that it's important. I know that I need to be disciplined in it because I know that it's going to be productive right for me and one thing that <clears throat> i know that is if you are struggling in that mindset of making a decision you can do something as easy as setting out your shoes your running right. shoes as uh, putting your socks and getting them ready putting them on the door or putting the outfit you know right there as soon as you wake up bedside so that it begins that action for you. You're right. just taking those little yeah, teeny tiny steps to then. And it makes you almost kind of hold yourself you. accountable right. a little bit yes. when you see it. Well, yeah. I laid my gym clothes out and I'm going to go today. Yes. Yes. And then again, you're, you're preparing for life. Yeah. You're yeah. preparing for life, which then you're going to come train for life. Yeah. So it's kind of like one of those things where you're setting yourself up for success immediately to where if you wake up and you see the shoes and you walk past them and you continue your day and you don't put those shoes on, then basically it, it just shows you that like, you know, you're willing to step over your issues over and over and over again. So yes. it's, it's one of those things where you continue to do that over and over and over. Now you look at the time, you look back in the day, or like back and you're like, I would put those shoes on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to start again five years later because yep. it's, it, you're going to remember that those feelings and you're going to remember like, damn, like, 
you know, I give up on myself. I, I know that I, I, I step over, you know, basically things that are, are hard. Mm-hmm. And when I'm faced, you know, adversity, I sort of like take the other way around it. And so for me, it's like one of those things, whether you're a client, whether you're a friend, whether you're a family member, it's being able just to prepare, like pr- prepare um, that way when you come in to either it's a garage, a new job, um, something that's like challenging, you know what to do. You kind of like have this, the mindset ready. Yes, mindset. You have, you have that mindset to st- step forth and basically um, execute because if you don't, you'll continue to find mm-hmm. different directions and then you'll become very lost. Yes, so. mindset is everything. Yeah. It has to be, it has to be, it is a critical component in every area of your right. life. Working out, business, yep. relationships, friendships, mindset is everything. It all starts there. Yeah. Then you're able to start to execute everything else, you know. And I also love and within your story, some of, you know, what I was talking about earlier, the lack and scarcity mindset, he could have very well looked at what he didn't have that's mm. lack okay? or, wh- or, or what scarcity. was around him yes and that the scarcity of not having both parents right. available the scarcity of having his mom gone the scarcity of losing the job you know what i mean there's there's all of these things compounding we talked about the mm-hmm. you know the compounding yep. against him and yet he chose because the opposite of uh scarcity is abundance right Mm-hmm. And so he chose abundance. He had the yeah. imagination of right. abundance. Yes. I think that that's key too. And, and looking, yeah, looking back at that time, I, I was I was terrified to start because I remember mm-hmm. at the time, you know, we weren't like, I guess, really prepared to start a business. Who I is, was just though, about to right? say, like, you took a big leap right. being a parent. Yeah. Your wife's in the military. Yep. Like you're taking a risk yeah. on changing the dynamic of your household. Oh yeah, and the fe- the fear <laughs> big. The fear was like hotter than ever it was like mm. burning through Fear's my body you know the fear was like it, it was i remember my ears being warm just thinking about mm. oh, i'm about to do this like what am i about to do i don't know like, but i, I bet that really, yeah. i bet that pushed you to work harder <laughs> right so you didn't it, yeah. fail it was basically seeing looking at that garage and being like man i have my own place like i have my own business it's not a brick and mortar it's right but there. there's there's a door and a light switch right you right. know there's there's an address yeah there's uh many great businesses started in the garage yes. yeah and you know i didn't even know that until later or when the somebody, basement yep yeah or the basement yeah. okay Lou, yeah, there she goes she's like yeah, you blew me motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah right yeah so to <sighs> me coming from where i came from I never even had a garage. Mm. And so like for me now to have a, a, a garage, to wow. me, that was like, Big. whoa, yep. this is like, can you imagine if I had a garage when I was younger? I was like, dude, this is like a space. It's a space of creativity. And again, I have that creative mindset where it's like, yeah. if you walk into my garage, that's how my head, that's what's inside my head. Like mm. yeah. the way everything is set up. <laughs> I that, like that. That's, that's how, what you're like walking into my brain. Right. Yeah. Almost. So that's important to me that people, when they walk in, they're like, yeah. This is a garage. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah, it doesn't feel like that. I right. mean, it really doesn't. It doesn't look like it from it the pictures from the like social it. media page. It looks like a legitimate, well, that, and that's like, like, it looks yeah, like a gym. People, you know, I get messages of like, where's this place? Right. And it's like I'm in my house. And they're like, what? I didn't realize it until <laughs> I seen one picture and the garage door was right. like cracked open. And I was like, it is a garage. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a garage. I got a, a, gr- a girlfriend that just hit me up. And um, I don't know. I think. I don't know if it was about the, the podcast or what that I posted up. And um, she said, where is that? And I said, girl, that's right here in Mountain. Right? Yeah. That, that's, at, that's in his garage. 
when she, she told like, me, is he I was good? I'm excited. like, yes. I was like, down in Fountain? I don't have to drive all the way up <laughs> right. north anymore. Because yeah. that's, girl. then that fear on top of everything else started sending, look, I'm paying for this it's membership. Be a little bit yeah. I'm paying for all this stuff. And yeah. I'm driving an hour to come see you every morning. Right. And I got to work all day. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Time management right there. So it's like being able to find yes. places that are convenient for busy professionals, you know, that are like trying to make a business mm-hmm. work while having that healthy mindset all having that motivation, right. all breaking through that mental hostage. Yes. It's got to be convenient for everybody because right. if it's not, everybody else sort of like right. lacks. Yep. The balance, mm-hmm. the work balance yep. kind of like falls behind. And so mm-hmm. like the convenience, that's Go why. Go ahead, boy, take him to church. Right? Yeah, that's why there's all these services <laughs> out here is so we can pay for time. Right. Like we're paying right. for time. So right. that's, that's important. Mm-hmm. All right, I got a question because, uh, you know, we always try to help our fans, our listeners, yep. all these things. And, um, there are people listening here today um, mm. through the podcast, and they are in a mindset of lack and scarcity. Mm-hmm. And, and let me just uh, let me let me before you. Sorry, Dana, but you see how I, I just I, did that. You <laughs> just just try to save my shine. Look, <laughs> really, 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 I am not no trying to steal your shine. <laughs> no shine, no shine no, today want, for Dana yeah. Keith. I just want to say they need to understand what scarcity is. They yeah. need to understand <clears throat> what lack is because yeah. somebody may be like, "What? What the heck does that mean?" And yeah. they don't even understand that they're coming that from they're that mindset. It, that they're in it. Yeah. And what? Break it down for us. Short supply. Scarcity is short supply. It's a limited amount of something. Yeah. Okay. That's just there's not enough Belief, for everybody. There's money. not enough for me. Yeah, whatever it is. And even when you, you, whether even if you're doing good or you, you're, you, you, I, 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 and I'll be honest, I'll be honest with you guys. There was a point in my life and this is all my junk that I had to work through where there, you know, oh, if you, if you were competing with me, then, oh God, like, you know, then right. I didn't want you around me. I didn't want you yeah. by me. I didn't want, and I had this scarcity mindset, this lack right. mindset. And what I had to realize is that the more, so like money, right? Think about this. You hold money in your hand and if you're clinging to it so hard, there is, they can't open up your grass mm-hmm. and give you any more. Like Ooh. there's that because you're holding it so tight. Yeah. That's that lack mindset. It's when you open it up and like there's enough for everybody that you can receive so much. That's so important too because you know I grew up with without money, and so when I when I see money coming in now, I can live with it or without it. Mm. Uh, I've I've done it for so long, and so like when it comes into my into my like right there where I can see it coming in to me, to my head, I know it's important because it feeds the family. But at the same time, when I tell people, look. I don't want to turn you away from the garage. Let me, let me. <laughs> he had money like inside let, of his little drawer just falling out. I was like, right, right. you want let, to take care yeah. of that? <laughs> let, 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 me, let me tell you how I can help you though. Yeah. That's where it's at. Like yes. when I think about like, you know, what I'm charging and that money and having that grasp of it, I, I don't think I ever like picture it because I've always not had money. Yeah. So like when money comes now, I'm just be thinking, you know, Thank, thank, thank you, you so much. Yes, gratitude. Thank you so That's much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My my daughter and my and my son and my newborn baby and my wife, we're all going to eat. Yes. And mm-hmm. we're all going to continue uh, this journey in life. And so, like, the money, you know, for me, it's having that grasp and keeping that open hand because yes. there is enough for, for everybody. everybody. Yes. And people do right. get so scared that it's saturated or yes. um, it's not. Be different reevaluate yes do things different don't be and the you same have to do those things and dana so to bring your shine back you were going <laughs> to ask yeah, for I, our viewers for our yeah i, th- I think this I th- it's a great nugget though and i appreciate the um clarification because people need that mm-hmm. they, they need the breakdown to even understand the question am i coming from <clears> that place yeah. 
Yeah. Right. And basically what it is, is, is the question that I want to um, throw at you is, is what tip, what advice would you give somebody to lean towards the abundant mindset when you're in a lack of scarcity mindset? Because, mm-hmm. you know, we do get there and obviously we've all been there and yeah. we all go there all the time. It's an everyday battle. Mm-hmm. But what tips or advice would you give somebody to help them through that no shine moment? I think, I think the most important thing is figure out what you want to do. And, and once you figure that out, figure out how you can be different. Um, that's the biggest thing is mm-hmm. you can look online and look, type in, you know, personal training, photography. It's going to look a lot, very similar to a lot of different business. But when I look at, you know, this business that's, that I'm in right now, like walking in here, it's like walking into it. My garage. it's just so different. It's a different feel. The energy is different. Mm. So if you're trying to, um, create something, you're trying to be something and you really trying to struggle of like, how do I get through it? Just try to be different. Uh, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing is be different, be creative and fail and fail often. That's what they always <laughs> say, Shoot. you know, because if, if you're not failing it. on a con- you know, consistently, then how are you going to get better? I fail every day. Like every day is I I have to push forward. It's just me in that garage. I have to understand how can I go get more people to come here? Mm -hmm. That's being creative. You know, I have to be extremely, extremely creative. I have to give that task at hand to say, look, I need this many hours to be finding new people that are struggling. Right. um, Overweight, looking to gain muscle. You know, I need to go find them. How am I going to find them? I need to be different. Right. And so if whether, no matter what you're doing, it's just being able to look at the industry that you're in or that you want to get into and take that different perspective on it and be like, I can, I can definitely do this industry. I'm going to do a lot different than everybody else. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to post the same amount of things. I'm going to create my own brand, my own image. So when you look at it, you keep scrolling and being like, holy crap, this, this stuff is like almost like addicting to look Mm -hmm. at. Because I know, like, listen to one of your guys' podcasts before, most of us do our business through social media. And and, and that's one of the things where if you're sitting there scrolling and and couples are on their phones, it is a a point to where, like, yes, that can be unhealthy. But at the same time, you got to study your industry. You got to go in there prepared and being like, how am I going to be different? Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? Am I going to copy and paste a post? Am I going to share someone else's post? Or am I going to make mm-hmm. my own post? Right. Mm. That's that's where it's like you're becoming a leader in yourself mm-hmm. by doing things different and by looking at stuff and getting the inspiration. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. But I look at it and I think different ways that can be done. How yeah. can I take that post and make it better? Yeah. How can I take that image and create it completely different? So when someone looks at it, they're saying, I want to be a part of that. That's dope. Right. So. Right, right, right. All right. I got to say this because you brought up our previous podcast. Okay. We had a couple of things going on last podcast. I just want to touch base. How we doing? All right, ladies. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, y'all sound a little nervous. I'm a little uh, nervous. Uh, all right, Whitney. So on the last podcast, you, know you told us you're that just you're going to call me out right yeah. away. I knew you were going to call me out <laughs> right away. You told us you were going to have a life verse. <laughs> <laughs> Leah's over there laughing. <laughs> I, I hope you wrote down some stretch goals, yeah. some small goals, some oh midterm my goals, gosh, some long term goals. Is coming, uh, you're on my neck. I can't breathe right and, now. And then also with me, like how, how is your week being present? I'm just want to touch base. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, for our listeners who tune in, you know what I'm saying? I just want to. I want everybody to look at uh, Leah's face right now, right now. Look at Leah's face. So um, no shine, baby, no shine. Look, man. Since they have nothing for us at the no, moment. No, no, no. You need to give me a chance to talk. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was about to pull up 
let's hear it. Let's you're hear it. Hey, hey. you're not gonna right. cut up on me. <laughs> she gonna share something. Yeah. You're not gonna cut up on me. So my um, goals that I set for this week, I uh-huh. think what I said on the last podcast is that I wanted to be more attentive to my personal responsibilities in my mm. life. Something similar being present, to that. being present in my responsibilities. Yeah, how you been this and week? And I feel like I did great this week. They may be little tasks, mm-hmm. but I got a lot of stuff that I needed to personally get done that I have been neglecting in my home. And I didn't realize how... Just your environment, like your space, like even Ooh. just it being in my room, when you're lacking the focus on what's important in your home, mm. you can see it and you can feel it when you come right. in your room and it, and it right. changes your energy and you, how you go about your day. So the fact that I was able to get the stuff that I had done on my list, I came into my room and felt amazing. Good for you, Whitney. <laughs> Good for you. Give I went through up. my closet. Hey, I got go. rid of stuff. I donated. Yeah. I, I got my. I got. I got my shit done. So Good job, Whitney. I did. I held myself accountable with my responsibilities Amen. this week. Good for you, girl. Good. And for then, you. as far as my quote, I'm gonna have to kind of fall back to the one that Leah um, gave me. And that's okay Last if somebody week. gives it to you. Yeah, it's okay. And it I felt like mine was given because it, it it touched me when you. When you read it, that, that's the key right there. Is that when you feel that penetrate down deep in your soul, you're like, yeah, all right. That's yeah. my and don't life get me verse. wrong, I went through. You I have stuff saved verse? on my phone. I have a stuff saved verse. on my. Do phone. you have a life verse? Leah, Leah t- introduced this to me, so I don't know if if everybody knows about this. Scripture, like a like a iron sharp and iron. Yeah, life life scripture, I guess. But, is yeah. that kind of what it is? But, you know, but I'm gonna repeat my life verse so people can hear it because this this was powerful to me when she read it. You know, on our last podcast. And we got a couple minutes so uh, Joe can get out. Yeah. It says, do not despise the small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work, the work begin. To see the plump line in the hand Um, represent the eyes of the Lord. Yeah. Don't despise the days, a small beginning. So those small little steps that you take to get you out of wherever it is that you need to be, those small little steps that you take within your bedroom. Help me have a whole different energy for the week. Yes. Put it all together. Make me feel a lot more in in control of my life. A little bit. Love, love. So I did. I did stay on task. Good for you. Good for you, girl. What about you, Leah? How was your goals? Did Did you set some goals? No, I did. I really did. Like, I was thinking in my head, you know, about what it is that, like, what's my next step? Because Mm -hmm. here's, here's literally what I've been thinking. And I talked to Juanita a little bit about it was just the fact that you can be working and working and working and working. And she talked about the book of Ecclesiastics. So Solomon was David's uh, son, and he was one of the wisest kings, richest he had everything, women, kingdoms, anything you could think of today's day and age he had. And yet he said, it's all like chasing the wind. Mm-hmm. It's always going. Because he said, why am I going to start to create and create and create and then give to somebody, possibly his kids, because that's what I believe in is legacy. Yeah. And what if they take it like the prodigal son and they just do away with it? So yeah. you work so hard for all of these things and then it's just wasted away. And so I am evaluating my life at this particular point that why am I working so hard? Not that I don't think that I should, but where does my, where does my time and my playtime come in where I'm enjoying the fruits of my labor with the people that I love? Because otherwise, what is it all for? Because you can wake up. Or not wake up tomorrow. And so as much as I was setting goals and thinking like medium, short, and long, I was also thinking, you know what? Gives me an idea for you. Time to let go and time to just like go away for a while. Yeah, Yeah, boat shoes. You heard? Boat (laughs) shoes. Boat (laughs) shoes. And you can't feel guilty about it either. 
And yeah. I'm not going to. I think you it's, can't. It's important, though, that you look at that because uh, having kids in a family, mm-hmm. they're going to always look at you and know how to get something. You know, Correct. I wish I had something like that in my life at a young age because I'd be able to look at it and be like, mm, thank yeah, you for that. I, yeah. could, I could really look at you that. See, she needs thing. that. Yeah. Yeah, she needs see, that. She needs to hear that. Yeah. I, I could see if I was, you know, like a young kid looking at that, I'd be like, oh, mom's a badass. Yeah. And, I want to be like that. I didn't have that. I had to like figure out who do I want to be? Who is my inspirations? And their inspirations live right next into their house. And that's right here. Mm -hmm. And I think finding that, saying that word legacy, this is your legacy. It's being able to... Speak that word into her. Talk that talk to Leah. Tell her about herself. Right? This was a dirt field. You, you guys came over here. You saw what holes were in this foundation, just like mm-hmm. fitness, like I talk about, your foundation. You placed, you filled those holes up. You built this beautiful house. And right there, you've laid it down. You've laid down how you build a foundation, how you build a big old house. foundation. Right. Yeah. A big old lighthouse. Yeah. A lighthouse then, that, then, yeah. that uh, creates residual income, right. yeah. might yeah. I add. Yes. So later in their <laughs> yes. life, when they get into 30s, 40s, and they go through a time of no shine, mm-hmm. they can look back at you and be like, man. Be like, inspired by what mom yeah. did. Look what at look what created. she did. She right. took that foundation and made something beautiful. Not even the, so. the good things, even the bad things that they've seen you go through. That's where I feel like kids learn the most. They're yeah. sponges. They see how you pull out of it right. mm-hmm. and what you do after the fact so that's the important part and i think being able to find like where you're trying to find you know your fruits of your labor you're Mm -hmm. you're right here in it Mm. (laughs) you know what i mean and i think it's one of those things where yes we're not getting into we're not in a car driving 30 miles sitting in traffic instantly automatic thoughts why that guy cut me off mm-hmm. you're here freaking idiot yeah, right you're, 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 in the, <laughs> you're, you're in the moment and yeah. why because you created it yes. you created what you wanted Amen. He's speaking my language right yo. now yes yo this was i gotta was. cut y'all off this yes. was a great podcast thank you joey for coming yeah. up yes. thank you sharing so your story thank, thank you, so you for much. your time find him on yeah. instagram as no shine project no shine <laughs> underscore project us, right? uh, no shine underscore no shine, project no shine project no shine project all right i'll just check and make sure we good i told you he called me out that one yeah. <laughs> she was like at no shine he i was like, oh. was like, was like yeah, actually yeah, it's yeah, yeah. 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 no shine you guys he's in fountain colorado right off of um led uh is it legend oak you're trying to train for life train for life yes go see him yeah. hit, a, hit him up if i'm going tomorrow be somebody, be yeah. somebody. i'm yeah. starting yeah. my life journey tomorrow yeah, yeah girl ready. Ready. get your prescription <laughs> oh, i'm gonna get my prescription filled uh, until next time guys peace. thank you thank you bye guys Sorry, bro. They get me every time. <laughs> I'm just glad it's somebody else this time. <laughs> Give me a moment. That was Woo! good.